This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today's Pet Sounds is about loneliness and social isolation and pets. Loneliness and social isolation are not the same. Social isolation has to do with a person's ability to access services, a lack of transportation options, and the individual's lack of a social network. Some of the myths about social isolation is that it's brought about by a single event like a death or relocating, or it's a choice. Another misconception is that people understand the ill effects of social isolation, but they don't think it will happen to them. Social isolation is often found in older, single people living by themselves with limited financial resources. There are 8 million adults in the U.S. affected by social isolation. The ill effects of this lifestyle in and of itself has been equated to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Pets can play an indirect, adverse role, too. Many socially isolated people have limited financial resources. If they have a pet that needs treatment for an illness, it is not uncommon for the owner to, say, give up their own medication to pay the vet bill, seriously endangering their own health. The AARP newspaper printed an article about a woman in Wyoming that had a friend land in the hospital because she sacrificed her own medications to pay for treating her own sick dog. From that incident came the creation of Care for Critters. Last year, $2,800 was raised from donations that helped 130 socially isolated people in southwest Wyoming with their vet bills. This is a prime example of how communities can reach out and help their neighbors that are isolated. Last May, public health, researchers, and veterinary groups got together for a summit to discuss the role of companion animals play in curbing social loneliness. Intuitively, we know companion animals improve our lives. The summit's objective was to begin a discussion on how to get experts who work with people facing social isolation and loneliness to consider facilitating animal interaction as a way to help address the issue. By combining local community efforts and larger professional groups, I feel more people in need will be reached. Well, how about loneliness in and of itself? I look at it as being folded into social isolation. However, you don't have to be socially isolated to be lonely. Even the most extroverted people can be lonely. It is well established that pets help relieve loneliness. As a matter of fact, a whopping 80% of all pet owners say their pets make them feel less lonely. 26% of pet owners say they got a pet because they knew it was good for their mental health. Loneliness is seen mostly with people that have limited or no social activities and are moved to a new location. Socially isolated people will easily fit into this paradigm. One thing that struck me was the fact that lonely people use the internet a lot, but they have few deep connections to people. I feel the internet reduces deep, meaningful relations because one spends all their time on the internet interacting superficially rather than getting out, meeting people, or doing things with friends. So, look around you, and your family, your community, your church. Social isolation and loneliness are everywhere. You have to look for it to find it. When you do, see how pets fit into the picture. Will a pet sap much-needed finances? 
If adding a pet may help, do research and talk to the person to find the best pet for them. A canary or aquarium may be a good fit. Just don't go to the pound and get a dog. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.